What is up, what is up, and welcome back to another episode of Blood and Beer, the show where we talk blood sport and we drink beer. I'm your host, Matt, and as always, we got blood to talk and we got beer to drink. Um, Today, we're just sipping on some Bud Lights. Uh, Yeah, a lot of MMA, a little bit of boxing to talk, so we'll just get started. So this past weekend, there's an EUFC card. One FC had an event going on, and then UFC also, and Anderson Silva was in action. So we're going to break all that down, but we'll get started with Eagle FC. Um, it was a pretty fun card. We had two finishes in under 30 seconds. Roosevelt Roberts, he fought in the UFC, I believe, or he was on Dana White Contender Series. He looked great. He had a really good fight on there, won by a unanimous decision. And then... Um, in the main event and the co-main event, they're kind of letdowns as far as how they ended. Um, Hector Lombard versus Thiago Silva, that ended due to an illegal knee. Um, so it ended up being a no contest. That was kind of disappointing. And then Junior Dos Santos versus Jorgen DeCastro. Um, Dos Santos was really having his way with him, just picking him apart from the outside, it seemed like. And round three comes up. They're swinging, they're banging, and then uh, JDS has a freak injury. His shoulder pops out of place, can't continue. So the fight's called off, and DeCastro wins by TKO due to injury. It was a, it was a gross injury, and it's shitty to see a fight end that way because I was really pulling for Dos Santos. I wanted to see him versus Fedor. I thought that would have been a great matchup, and he was looking great in that fight. Oh, well. And then on to 1FC, just a little bit to say about that. Um, Rod Tang, he was in the Bantamweight um, Grand Prix for Muay Thai. He gets a win by submission. Er, submission. There's no submissions in Muay Thai. He gets a win by a decision, unanimous decision. And then uh, Gary Tonin, former title challenger in 1MMA, he was in a submission grappling match and actually lost by first-round submission. So... That was kind of an upset there. It was a fun. It was a fun event to watch. There's not a lot to talk about as far as what happened because it wasn't a lot of MMA. It was mainly Muay Thai and submission grappling. But um, yeah, it was fun. I mean, it's on. It's available on YouTube and the One app if you're wanting to watch that. It's one fifty seven. One one fifty seven. All right, and then on to what everybody's here for: UFC Fight Night, Holly Holm versus Ketlin Vieira. Um, Hell of a card. This was an awesome fight night card. Starting off, um, we had a knockout. I forget who the first fight was, but it was a knockout. And um, the fight that I was real excited for, Chase Hooper in the second fight, he took on Felipe Calaris and absolutely dominated him. There were some times where Calaris would get a dominant position where he would um, have control on the ground, but Hooper's got such good uh, transitions when he's down there on the mat. His grappling's insane. By round three, he has Kolaris pretty well worn out and finishes him off with strikes on the ground. TKO for Chase Hooper. He's 22 years old, and he's getting better and better. He used to just be grappling. He's got some strikes. He's got some ground and pound now, so it's exciting to see this guy come on. Sorry about that. Ooh, that didn't go down smooth. Um, yeah, but Uros, the Dr. Medich. He gets a nasty knockout win over uh, Omar Morales in round two. Round one was really close. Morales was cracking him. Um, Medich was fighting back, cracking him back. But in the end, um, 
Medich, he hits this beautiful, like, counter-strike combo type of thing. He's just dodging punches, coming back with some nasty ones. Dodge, nasty punch. Dodge, sleeps him. Um, it was a it was a filthy finish. Great finish by Iris Medich. He's making he made a comeback because he lost in his last outing. That was a fun one to watch. And then in the next fight, we had Yalton Almeida. He took on Parker Porter. Almeida moved up from light heavyweight at 205 to heavyweight, and he's challenging one of the biggest heavyweights in the UFC with Parker Porter. Um, Almeida came in just at his walk-around weight of 224. Porter weighed in at the heavyweight limit of 265. And this fight was pretty sweet to watch because Almeida, he actually picked up Porter and gets the takedown that way. And then he's kind of dominating him on the ground for a second until he locks in a rear naked choke towards the end of round one. Finishes it off. His first heavyweight win for the UFC. And he says that he loves not having to cut weight. The dude's a freak because he's not like a natural heavyweight. He's not one of these big guys. He's on the very, very light end of it. And he only did it because his uh, light heavyweight opponent had to pull out. So he had to find someone new. And he took the challenge of moving up to heavyweight. And then in the last fight of the prelims, we had Joseph Holmes. He took on Amadovsky, and Amadovsky was a two-to-one favorite, I want to say, and he's a, he's known as a striker. Holmes is kind of a more well-rounded fighter. Holmes goes out there. He lands two nasty knees, drops Amadovsky, and then he follows it up with some filthy ground and pound, just laying it on him. Uh, Amadovsky's trying to escape. He gives up his back. And Holmes sees the opportunity he needs. He locks in the rear naked choke, gets the finish in round one in just over a minute. I think it was a minute and four seconds. So great showing by Joseph Holmes. It was a fun fight while it lasted. The 60 seconds, it was hell of a fight. All right, and then on to the main card. Kicking things off, we had Eric Anders. He took on Junyong Park. And this fight was fun. They were back and forth. They were both cracking each other. Both had each other rocked a few times. Um, Anders had a lot more control time in the clinch, it seemed. And he shot for like 25 takedowns. Dude was after it. He didn't get very many. But um, it was pretty even in the striking numbers. I thought Anders won with his pressure. But in the end, it ended up being a split decision. It goes to Jun Young Park. I thought that was a little suspect. But anytime you got Sal D'Amato judging a card... Um, you can't let it go to the judges because that guy is the worst. He sucks at judging fights. Every single bad decision I hear, Sal Diamato is part of it and on the wrong side of the bad decision. All right, and then after that, we had uh, Tabitha Ricci. She took on Pollyano Viana, and this one goes to Ricci in 29-28 on all three judges' scorecards. Ricci was kind of – she was pretty dominant in the ground and the stand-up. She was just kind of – doing her thing everywhere she wanted to and controlled the pace of that fight. So she gets the victory there. <laughs> then we had Chitty Bang Bang and Joe Kwani. He took on Dusko Todorovic. And uh, Dusko, Dusko Todorovic, he goes out there and he shoots a takedown. He's fighting it, fighting for a takedown for like four and a half minutes and he just cannot take in Joe Kwani down. And Joe Kwani... As soon as there's space, there he gets him to a clinch, and he throws an elbow, like an overhand elbow from the clinch. Sleeps Dusko. First round finish again. Another one by elbow. 
for Chidi Bang Bang and Joe Kawani. So two round one finishes. He wants some uh, higher higher caliber opponents, I imagine. This dude's a dog with some insane power. He's gonna be super fun to watch. And his style, I mean, he's got he's great at neutralizing the wrestling, and his stand up is insane with the power that he has. He can be a real problem. I want to say he fights at one. I want to say he's 145, but I'm not positive. But, man, this dude's a dog. He's just 2-0 in the UFC, two first-round finishes by elbow. And then following that up, because that was such a just high moment on the card, we had Santiago Ponzinibbio versus Michel Pereira. And if you watched last week or listened last week, you heard me say this fight's going to be a fucking banger. And it was. Um, round one, they go out there. Pereira has his range immediately. He's using a front snap kick as a jab, kind of hitting it to the body over and over on Ponzinibbio. He's cracking him on the with his hands. He's throwing head kicks. He's just keeping him guessing. Ponzinibbio is kind of swinging in air, missing everything. And then round two comes out some more of the same. Pereira is kind of dominating towards the end of the round, maybe about two minute two minutes left in the second round. Uh, Ponzinibbio starts cracking Pereira, has him wobbled, uh, has him hurt, it looks like. They're just going back and forth. Once Pereira realizes he's kind of hurt, he starts swinging on him. He start, They're just going balls to the fucking wall. And that really set the pace for a third round where these motherfuckers were just going all out. They're, you could tell they're exhausted. Neither had anything left but heart in them, and they were just fucking unloading everything. They are cracking each other. Both had been rocked. Um, Pereira kind of starts to pick it up at the end. Middle of the round, Ponzinibbio was dogging him with his boxing. He's got really crisp boxing. I mean, this fight ended up going split decision for Pereira. It could have gone either way. I had Pereira winning, but man, it was a fun, fun fucking fight. One of the best of the year. Uh, I'll have to rewatch my list of contenders, and you'll hear it next week um, if it's the fight of the year. I don't know, but... It was one of the best I've seen this year, that's for sure. And then Holly Holm, she took on Caitlin Vieira in the main event, five-rounder. Um, Holm outstruck her. She had 10 minutes control time in the clinch. She was really dominant everywhere, it seemed like. Caitlin Vieira had a uh, a moment where she had almost choked out Holly Holm in the second round. Holly Holm's face turned completely red. She gets out of it somehow, and it was a standing choke. But... um. Judges gave it to Vieira with the split decision. I thought it was suspect. Most people I've seen on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere, they they thought it was pretty sus. Um, again, shitty judges. If you don't want it to happen, don't let it go to the judges. But goddamn, that was a damn shame. Because Holly Holm, I thought, I thought she definitely won the fight. She outstruck her. She had more control time. I'm not sure what they went off of. But who fucking knows? And then Anderson Silva. Uh, moving on from UFC, Anderson Silva had a fight this past weekend, an exhibition boxing match where he looked amazing. There's no record that goes up here, but he definitely won the fucking fight. And at 46 or 47 years old, Jake Paul's calling out all these former UFC fighters that are kind of giving up. They haven't been training in a while. Fight Anderson Silva. Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. Let him let him fuck you up because Anderson Silva has some serious boxing power. He's got great jab great movement and he just the ring awareness the ring the fight iq it's there this dude's a dog um but yeah that's what we have for you today 
Next week, like I said, we're going to be, we'll go over some of the news and then we're going to be giving out our uh, half year awards for fight of the year, fighter of the year, comeback fight, comeback of the year. I don't know. We'll, we'll get some awards together for blood and beer and we'll go over that. I'm going to be doing a lot of research over this next week because there's no fights until the following weekend where we'll have uh, Alexander Volkov taking on Jarzinho Rosenstrike for the UFC fight night. But, yeah, uh, tune in next week. It'll probably be Friday that that episode drops where we're uh, talking about all the fights. And I'm not just going to run through a list of the best fight of the year. I'll tell you why. tell you what fights you need to go watch. And, yeah, it's going to be a fun episode. But I appreciate you tuning in. My name's Matt with Blood and Beer. Thank you.